sacrifice with a subject. You know, I have so many subjects in my spirit, but I'm going to try to walk through five sermons in 45 minutes. Amen. So I'm titling this one, Walking in Faith and Obedience in Sacrifices. That clap is walking in faith and obedience in sacrifices. And we are going to stay with the prophet and the widow. We're going to zero in there and see what happens after that. But before we get there, let's go to Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Luke chapter 6 verse number 38. Luke chapter 6 verse number 38. He said, give and it shall be given unto you good measure. Press down and shaking together and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye met without, it shall be measured to you again. Give me the GNT version, if you have it. GNT version. Okay, so it said, give to others, and God will give to you. Indeed, you will receive a full measure, a generous helping, poured into your hands, all that you can hold. The measure you use for others is the one that God will use for you. Give me the ESV version. I'm working something. The Bible said, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the same measure you use it, will be, with the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Somebody may ask, why are we in Christmas and pastor is preaching about giving and sacrifice? There is no Christmas without giving. There is no Christmas without giving. The reason we have Christmas is that God gave his son to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his son to us that as many as will believe in him will have life, eternal life for that matter and will not perish. So if you talk about Christmas, Christmas is a season of giving. So there are people you didn't give to throughout the year, but in Christmas you look out for them and go give to them. We look at John chapter 12 verse 24. John chapter 12 verse 24. The Bible said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. What I'm trying to push into your mind this morning is that giving is part of life. Human beings give, animals give, trees give, houses give. So trees give out oxygen and human beings give out carbon dioxide so that the trees can produce um, oxygen for us. So the same carbon dioxide is used for photosynthesis where the tree or the fruit that the tree should bear begins to develop. 
So when you are a Christian, follow the teaching. When you are a Christian and you don't work in giving, all levels of giving, you are going to struggle as a Christian. Though you are redeemed, the characteristics of the Redeemer cannot manifest in your life. Can I hear a big amen? amen? So I want to take you straight to 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. Lift up your right hand and say, Holy Spirit, help me to catch a revelation. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So I will read from the verse 7. It's about Elijah. God led him to a brook. A brook is a little pool in between a cave. So the pool is there. God led him there to go and dwell there because the king was after him. So he was there and whilst he was there, ravens were feeding him and he was deriving his water from the brook. So let's continue reading from here. One, two, go. Let's all read it together. Let's go. word of the Lord came unto him saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Verse 11. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Verse 12. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in the cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Verse 13. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Obedience, somebody say obedience, is the major door for your blessing. If you cannot obey God, you cannot have his blessing. Obedience will lead a man into the world of God's blessing. Obeying what? Obeying God's word. When God speaks, you must have the heart to obey the word. Obedience was the order and the lifestyle 
of the man we call Elijah. Say Elijah. Elijah's life, if you read the Bible, from when he was mentioned to when he went into heaven in flames of fire, his life was littered with a life of obedience. Say obedience. Say obedience. May the Lord find an obedient person in your life. May your life be a life that God can call a life of obedience. So Elijah was walking with God in the right way. The right way to walk with God. The right way to live as a Christian is to live as an obedient child of God. To live as a rebellious son of God is to live outside the jurisdiction of God. Because when you live, when when we leave the jurisdiction of obedience, we step into the jurisdiction of the devil. Because the devil cannot be found in the pathway of obedience to God's word. So a man that veers off obeying God has landed in the pathway of satanic control. May you not find yourself in the pathway of disobedience. I said, may you not find yourself in the pathway of disobedience. When Elijah entered into the brook, the cave, and was enjoying the water, God took him there. And when he got there, at a certain point with time, the brook dried up. God, how can you give me a business and then the business will collapse? Are you here? Are you here? So God made a provision for Elijah, but the provision was exhausted. Please follow the teaching. When he arrived in Zarephath, he met a woman. He went to Zarephath because God asked him to go there. God will always instruct a man he wants to work with. Any man, any woman that chooses to be close to God must be ready to receive instructions from God. So God asked Elijah, get up and go to Zarephath because I have commanded a a woman to feed you. Now Elijah got to the gate of the city and he met a woman, a poor widow for that matter. Sometimes when God speaks to you and God opens a door and you are so confident of that door, at the first sight of that door, you can lose hope. At the first impression, some of you women, some men will come your way, when you look at them, you say, "Mm, this one is not a breakthrough, it's a breakdown. This one is not a step up. It's a step down. So Elijah went to Zarephath. I'm sure he was full of the word of God. When he got there, some mobilistic widow. You, you can imagine this widow. If you had the last meal to eat and you have gone gathering sticks to eat, she would do it in a very sad way. So God, how can you speak to me? 
And you have said you've commanded a woman with, you know, they are widows and they are widows. Oh yeah, they are widows and they are widows. There are some widows who are rich. Like uh, Mugabe's wife. She's richer than you and your husband put together. <laughs> All your family put your equity together. That widow is richer than you. So there are widows and there are widows. And this was a widow. <laughs> a widow. Elijah will be shocked. But you see, men of the spirit don't move with what they see. They move with what they've heard. They move with what they've heard. When we're looking for a place to start the church and I told my friend, oh, we've got in a classroom. Now ministry are doing in a classroom. One pastor had the guys to say, oh, ask for pastor. He will suffer. He, he will not be able to come out from the classroom. When we are starting ministries in hotels and nice halls, he's moved into a classroom. Men of the spirit don't move with what they see or feel. They move with what they heard God say. So Elijah met this widow, though the widow did not look like Somebody who can take care of him, he was still in the spirit. Some of you, you easily quench the spirit of God. You quench. I went to minister somewhere. And when I finished the next day, the pastor called me and said, do you know, I want to confess to you. I want to confess. He said, okay. I said, he said look, my people, a lot of them came to me. They said, when they saw you, they lost hope. because if oh you're anointed uh, like, oh bah, I mean like we will know but when they saw you they, they were asking themselves what type of man of God our pastor has brought but they said after the meeting they saw that the oil doesn't correspond to the body <laughs> if you look at people the way they are you will always be deceived. So Elijah knew that though the woman was a poor widow, God said, I have commanded her to feed you. I've commanded. So like a pastor like me, every soul that enters here, I know God has commanded that soul to come and add up to something that is happening in the house. I don't look down on any human being that steps here. You may not look it. You may not. That is why we decided to go dress down for a long time. It's a language. That whatever you have in the house, you can wear and come to church so far as it's decent. Because I will not know when the scenario of David can happen to somebody. You won't know when. Because that night when they were sleeping, they never knew that the next day they were anoint David as king over them. They had their plans. I'm sure they started arguing. <laughs> Eliab, the first son of Jesse, okay, me, I'm the senior man. So when they make me king, do you know, I'm going to make you my army commander. You, Shama. No, and I'll give you, you, uh, uh, 
uh, Abinadab. You see, I'm going to give you the territory over Judah and Benjamin. That place, there's a lot of gold. You, I can trust you. That, that's what they were discussing a night before Prophet Samuel came. And David had gone to the bush and, and I'm sure that night David would be worshipping because he was a worshipper. Whilst they were fighting over positions, David was fellowshipping with the spirit. I'm here to speak to somebody. Don't look down on yourself because your savior will come through for you. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. I'm, 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 I'm not attempting to preach. So I will stay in the teaching anointing. Now, this was a desperate widow swimming in poverty. And yet God said, I've commanded. So when you see people insulting pastors, poor people come to your church and you are taking money from them. They don't know the scriptures. Do you understand me? How can a prophet, international prophet, look at this poor widow and ask him for food? Is it not wickedness? Naturally, it is wickedness. Use international prophet. What about Chroma? Jessica? This widow, in those days, when we say somebody is a widow, they are not very young. They are elderly. They live longer. Do you understand? So this is a poor old widow. And you, international prophet like Elijah, what, what should you have done? You should have helped her. But you see, Elijah had come to town because God said he has commanded the widow to feed him. And because in the feeding, the will of God concerning the widow will be established. I came to speak to somebody. May your ears be open to the voice of the Spirit. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house. You must be able to hear from God. And when you hear from God, you have to quickly obey. Faith and obedience, they work together. In the midst of today's worship, God spoke to me, take your wallet and empty the money. And that money was for something. Plenty. Fresh notes together. You see, fresh notes together. When they count it, they will know. But God said, he said it. I heard it first. I put my hand back and I put it back. And I lifted it to him. <laughs> I lifted my hands. Then he said it again. If you cannot die, you cannot live. If you cannot die, you cannot live. You just said it in the first service. If you cannot die, you cannot live. If you can, I said, it's okay. To God. You must be able to hear from the Spirit if you will live a supernatural life. Because what the Holy Ghost will tell you at one time will not make logical sense. But your obedience in faith to executing the command will determine your position in his prosperity. I don't know whether you, you, you understood that. Your place in his prosperity is determined by your obedience to the voice of the spirit. So the Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the FM is saying. No. What the spirit is saying. Give the Lord a good clap offer. Elijah asked for water. And that one 
shows us two dimensions of giving. Water, the woman was quick. I can't say, oh, go and bring me water. I'm sure the woman, because water there, water. Water is costless. Yes or no? That's why a nation that builds money more on water, in wicked government. Yeah. Water is basic amenity. It shouldn't be expensive because without water, many things will die. That's why if you look at water bill and light bill, water bill is lower. It's supposed to be very, very low because it should be accessible to everybody. As for light, it is luxurious. You can live without light, but you can't live without water. Are you here? So the world is made up of 70%, the earth, 70% water. You can live on water for days. You can, you can live on water for days. You cannot live without water for days. You can avoid food for days, you won't die. But water. So when the prophet told her to go and bring water, it was at first easy. Some of us, eh, the kind of sacrifices we give to God, our time, our money, our, we, we give God that water offering. And no, no, and yeah, I mean, if you earn 3,000 Ghana a month and you give God five CDs every Sunday, it's a water offering. It doesn't change destiny. Ask somebody, did you just drop a water offering? Oh, ask that person. <laughs> oh, Pastor Bebre. Water offering. So the widow felt, ah, this one, this prophet is very considerate. She has looked at my state and has given me my level. I know my level. I know this is my level. Then while she was going, said, no, you know, we don't, we, we, we don't want to keep you in the natural. Let me see whether you are ready for a supernatural movement from manual to automatic. Come, come. When you are coming there, Bake cake for me. Then the widow pauses. Prophet. Prophet. I'm going, you know, I came here to just pick two sticks of firewood and go home and have a little flour, a little oil. Then me then my my son. He will bake cake and eat. Then we die. We are ending our career on earth. Today. We are committing suicide today. The prophet said, hold on. When you are coming, he repeated. <laughs> when you are coming, may God have mercy on you and speak to you again. He repeated it and said, when you are coming, Eh? Bake cake for me. Bake some for me. And the rest, bake for you and your son. And eat. But look, when you do this, the jar of oil will not dry up. Can I tell you something? Your next level is in your cake offering. Your next level is in your cake offering. Your next level is in your cake offering.
The woman was not a believer. I will show you. When I saw it today, I was shocked. I've never, look at the verse 12. She knew the God of Israel, but didn't, didn't believe. She was not a believer. She was not a Christian. The Bible said, and she said, who said? Come alive. Who said? As the Lord thy God. Give me another verse. We know Montia said, die, die, die. He said, and she answered, by the living Lord, your God. So she knew that the God of Israel is, a, is, is the living God. But she did not believe. So he said, your God. It's a clear expression that she didn't believe. She was not a believer. And yet, by the mercy of God, how many people have enjoyed this kind of blessing? Many people in the Bible. People who should not be, they became because they believed in God. Real. Ruth. And we that we are part of the household, we rather criticize God's instructions. Real. Ruth. Ruth shouldn't be part of the Israelites. But in the genealogy of Jesus, she appears there. Real. The Samaritan woman. The one that came back to thank Jesus out of the ten lepers. He was not a Christian. We are our own enemies. We don't believe the God that we serve. We don't believe his word. We doubt his word. It's not easy to trust God, but it's better to trust him. I said something. It's not easy to trust God, but it's better to trust Him. If we can trust God, all things shall work for our benefit. What shocked me was that when God gives you an inflow of blessing, normally we tend to trust the inflow of the blessing more than the giver of the inflow. Yeah. So maybe you are here, you, you might have been working for years. So naturally, you'll be tempted to think that your supply is from the work you are doing. So you go, my money, my job, my money, my car, my money, my car, my house. You, your, your, your confidence is in the work you do. But remember that God gave you that work. And he is blessing you through the work. So Elijah was taken to the brook. The brook was a breakthrough. But a season came that he had to move to the next level. Whilst he was moving, another also had to move. So Elijah moved from the brook and went into the sound of abundance rain. And the widow also moved from scarcity to abundance. I'm praying for you today and I hear the word of the Lord. There is a move in the realms of the spirit. May the Lord move you along with the move. Somebody shout, I am in the next move. Shout, I am in the next move. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house. Elijah was the mouthpiece of God for the widow. God will always use his men to be his mouthpiece. So in the verse 13, 
Give me in verse 13. The Bible said, and Elijah said unto her, God was actually saying to her, the word of the prophet is the word of God. That is how it should be. But now we have a lot of stomach direction prophets, so you just can't. But the truth is, the word of the prophet is the word. So they say, thus saith the Lord. So if somebody said, like, there's um, um, chief of staff holds a press conference, all this noise people are making on so many things. I, I don't want to be political this morning. So many things. Then there's a press conference and she's reading for his excellency. Whatever she's saying, you can be sure that it's something that his excellency has communicated to her to communicate to the nation. So every prophet speaking, that saith the Lord, is supposed to be the word of the Lord. That is why a prophet that uses the word to manipulate people is operating with a Jezebelic spirit and not with the Holy Ghost. So the word of the prophet was actually the word of God to the woman that don't fear. Anybody that is here that is under the spirit of fear, doubt, uncertainty about how next year will go. Maybe you say, is next year going to be like this year again? Am I going to be in this pain again? What am I supposed to do at all to see a change? I came with the word of the Lord. Fear not, for God has gone ahead of you. There is going to be the sound of abundance. You will see the hand of the Lord. You will see the goodness of God. You will laugh and laugh and laugh. 2020 will be your year. Come on, celebrate God for the word of God. Celebrate God. Celebrate God. Celebrate God. Woo! It shall be your year. It shall be your year. It shall be your year. You will not die next year. Nobody will laugh at you next year. People will laugh with you, but they will not laugh at you because God is going to show you his goodness. Come on, shout, I receive it. They will not come and see you in the house every day again. 2020. 2020. Some of you go global trotting. Doors are going to open for many. Everlasting doors are going to open. Money will flow into your hands. You know, one of the strongest weapons the enemy is using in our day is poverty. That is why some of you, eh, the most powerful message after the word salvation is this message you are hearing. Yeah. When you hear messages like this, don't say, Pastor Salmabomu Piscapan. As you said, if like you came to church and I had had a meeting with Bill Gates and I shut him in $5 billion and I said, this, this service, I'm giving out $100,000 to every member. As if said, I'm going to give out $100,000. I said, oh, member school fees, you know, I arrest people, who will be to me the one of the weapons of the enemy in our time is the weapon of poverty. So you see all kinds of courts. Or you see this, you know, people living all kinds of lives and they are showing off their monies in good works to attract people into that kind of lifestyle. But you see, a spiritual man who has money is a dangerous man. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
spiritual man who is fully manifesting the prosperity of God is a dangerous man. May you enter into that realm in 2020. Your business will blossom in 2020. Your career will blossom in 2020. Some of you will enter into new academic levels in 2020. That evil calamity that comes in your way every year, it will not show up in 2020. Evil anniversaries will be broken forever in 2020. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise in the house. The cake offering is very important. I'm yet to see a kingdom general who has not given the cake offering. Look through the Bible. The cake offering. Sacrifices upon sacrifices. It is part of, in the first service, I proved to them how worship and sacrifices move together. Genesis 22, 5. Let's go there. Quickly. Have 15 minutes. And Abraham said unto his young man, his young men, abide ye here with the ass, and I and the Lord will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Men of worship are men of sacrifices. And they are men of faith. I told you I'm preaching on obedience and faith. So how can you say, what was Abraham going to do? Kill Isaac. How can you say that? Look at the last part. And come again to you. <laughs> you can't walk as a true worshiper without faith. Faith moves from the natural to the supernatural. Any assignment God gives you that is at your capacity is not faith. God will give you something that your current financial life cannot keep up. Then you see that you'll be stretching. You will look some way. You can't buy new dresses. Your friends will be dressing. Today this, today that. When iPhone comes, they have it. They are going to Dubai. They are, they are going to Bahamas, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> and they are snapshooting and sending you pictures. Essentially, I'm standing with this. I'm standing with the queen of this since 1675. The queen that ruled. May they hear them. But your day will come. I said your day will come. I said your day will come. And when your day comes, people will celebrate with you. Somebody give the Lord a good clap offering in the house. If you cling to the door that God opened for you yesterday and refuse to move from Sheriff to Zarephath, you will miss out on your next blessing. There is a blessing that is good you have today. But God can open another door for you. And sometimes when God wants to move us, we want to be at that place. Oh, the brook is okay. The brook is okay. In the first service, God gave a word. He said, anybody here that lost your job this year, next year he's giving you a better one. In the first service. So God said, you are an international prophet. This brook and ravens, how many food can 
ravens carry bed. How I many? How would they hold it? So every day I've been sending ravens to feed you. I'm not happy. There's something in what I've put in you is bigger than raven anointing. You are made for the sound of abundance. And if I don't do something to you, you move. Some of you, some of the calamities that come your way is because God spoke to you and you refused to move. So he will dry up the brook. He will dry it up. The guy will break your heart. The lady will leave you whilst you are preparing for wedding. my heart your liver my heart my heart broken heart broken liver because God might have been talking to you walk out and walk out in the days of husband's scarcity God I like him like that I like him like that but you see some people can be allowed to enter into permissive will, but some people, Elijah could not afford to remain in the brook. There was an Elijah to be raised. There was a statement to be made for God. Some fire must fall from heaven. Elijah cannot remain in the brook. I'm here to tell somebody, it is time to move on. I said it is time to move on. It's time to change the level. It's time to change something in your life. It's time to move to Zarephath. Somebody shout, Zarephath, here I come. Say, Zarephath, here I come. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. A little stretching. A little stretching. Most times, by the time it's 10th January, my account is empty. Because an empty account for God is a filled destiny for the year. Some of you, the words I'm using, eh, they are too gangantuan. When we close, go and and take the message for free and soak it. Yeah, soak it. Your life is changing. I said your life is changing. I said your life is changing. The Lord Almighty clap offering. It is always always a hard thing to sacrifice. It's always hard. Very difficult. Hmm. If you have sacrificed to God before, you know anything you give to God that doesn't cost you is not a sacrifice. It was a water offering. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 24. We are getting to the end of the message. And the king said to Arana, Aruna, Nay, I will not take it for free. I will surely pay it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God 
of that which does cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. So David wanted to build a temple for God and a man offered his land for free. David said, no, we can't build this thing on a free land. I can't give this to God. It must cost me. Anything that does not cost you is not a sacrifice. And sometimes in marriage, you must make a lot of sacrifices for the marriage to work. Mm. A lot. Sometimes you must sacrifice your laughter for five years. When you are going to laugh, no, then you remember them. For five years. <laughs> Sometimes for ten years because in the process of fusion, there is a lot of challenges. But you see, a decision is what is driving you. If you cannot sacrifice, don't try to marry. Pastor, just go back to where you are. When you enter into this area, you are too dangerous. If you are not ready to sacrifice, you will step in the marriage three weeks. If God gives you a chance, you will come out. Your, the, 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 the singles be laughing. <laughs> you will step in and you are like, crock, crock. Okay. I know a woman. She said, Pastor, me, I'm timing my husband. In three years, I'll divorce him. <laughs> and in these three years, she's putting things in place. By three years, she'll be in Australia. She's done. But when you see the girl, eh, you won't think that she has a problem. <laughs> if you cannot sacrifice, I was telling the first episode, most of you can marry me. You, you go tired? <laughs> you go tired? <laughs> <laughs> you want to marry a pastor? You, when we close, just go and meet LP in the car and ask him, what are the chronicles? <laughs> you see me smiling here, you are happy. It's not like that every week. <laughs> so don't be deceived at all. The way pastor makes you laugh. If I get a man like him, but they are found the answer. Why? Now, and you be behind the car. Some of you want to marry men who take you to holidays. Year night, you are here. This you are here. They are buying gifts for you, planning things. Plan. <laughs> that word, cuddle. Can you cuddle me? Two a.m. I'm in steady room. Cuddle what? Can we take a walk? <laughs> I'm doing prayer work. <laughs> and you are there. And you don't have time for us. You don't have time. You want to marry a pastor? 
If you are dreaming that, prepare. It's not a nice thing, but it's a fruitful venture. The reason why many marriages are not working is that many are not ready to sacrifice. And that is why you begin the spirit, the work in the spirit of sacrifice by giving to your God, by learning to give, by learning to give, by learning to give to God. As you give to God, you learn how to sacrifice. Sacrificing for God is greater than sacrificing for your neighbor. So when a man can sacrifice to God, it's easy for him to sacrifice for his, 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 his neighbor. It's easy. If I can take my salary and give to God, do you know what it means for you to work for one month and take your salary and give to God? If you can do that, what can't you do for another human being? I pray that a certain spirit will come upon this church. That they will say we are a giving church. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. Abel made a sacrifice to God and God accepted it. Cain made a sacrifice to God, God rejected it. Not every sacrifice is accepted by God. Yeah. Some of you, anything, no, then you wrap and give it to God. He won't take it to He's not a hungry man. He said, if I was hungry, the cattle on a thousand hills is mine. If it's good, God doesn't need your money or anything. It's not your money that will build church. No. If I, if I needed money, the silver and gold, they are mine. Do you know? Are you picturing the type of God you offer your offerings to? He's not begging you. Maybe the, maybe the preacher will be begging you because maybe the situation on ground is hot. So you see the pastor, I am angry in my spirit. I am angry in my spirit. We need money to buy generator. The pastor is sitting on a hot seat. Allow him. You don't understand. <laughs> when the pastor called me midnight, he said, me I have 5,000 to balance my cost. The creditors are killing me. I can't even read Bible. When I read, I'm reading. I mean, <laughs> and, I'm saying, and then don't go and hold the microphone on Sunday. Give it to some because if you don't take care, you preach out of anger. Give to the Lord. I said, give to the Lord. Yeah, no, no. I said, don't go hold the mic. The pastor may sound desperate, but God does not need your money. Yeah. So it's always an opportunity to give to God. We installed this air condition. We never raised funds for it. Up to now, I said I raise, I raise, I raise, but it's almost four, five years. And we put air conditioning on every service, whether 12 people, 10 people. We, don't, we, we, we are not suffocating. We are fine. We are fine. Compare your offering and this kind of light bill. You realize that God doesn't need your money. So when he asks you to bring your money, it's a great privilege to be part of a big vision. Oh, the way you are clapping is... Do you know why nations join the UN? Every type of nation is there. America is there. 
Canada is there, Ghana is there, Niger is there, Togo is there. Can you compare the contribution of UN and Togo? Hey, US and Togo. No, 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 no. But everything UN covers, Togo is bad. Are you here? Yeah. That is why if they do election and the president loses and he doesn't want to go, UN can come in. Because Togo is a member of the UN fraternity. So all the privileges that UN makes available can be accessed by Togo. Why? Because Togo is a participant in the protocols of the UN. When God asks you for sacrifice, it's not because he's hungry. It's because he wants to open a portal of blessing into your life. I've heard people talk against giving, giving. Don't mention this amount. Don't mention. It. I mean, I've not heard it. All. I've not heard it. I've not heard it. Amen. You can't go and tell a medical doctor that there are no red blood cells in the blood. No matter who you are, then you are holding lecture that have come to disprove that in the blood of a human being. There is no red blood cell. No doctor will sit down one second and they, they, they are gone. No medical professional will sit down and listen to a lecture that in the composition of blood, there is no red blood cell. No. I won't spend one second listening to a preacher on television or wherever speaking against giving. You, I will put you off. If you are my friend, I will block you. Because I don't have time for you. Because what has saved the world, you are standing boldly to preach against. Yeah. Does God need to sacrifice Jesus to win the world? Is he not the one who created the world? If he wants the world, does he need to kill his son? It's a principle. It's part of God. So, son must go. Only begotten son. Because of that, God has many begottens. You are begotten. I am a, a begotten. You are begotten. I am a begotten. Because one begotten son was sacrificed for all of us. I pray for you today that your eyes will be open. That your eyes will be open into the spirit of sacrifice. Give the Lord a mighty clap. Put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your heart. And pray to God that baptize me with the spirit of sacrifice. All forms of sacrifice for the kingdom. For the kingdom. For the kingdom. For the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. I remember going for a meeting one time and somebody had dashed me or gifted me a part. China. China one. It was a breakthrough from that's what I used to preach when we started the church. So I went for a meeting. A pastor invited me and whilst the prophet was ministering, God spoke to me. No, no, he was raising seed. Anytime you are in a meeting and they are raising seed, be part of it. Be part of the givers, not the sitters. So that what will come to the givers will also come to you. So I was sitting there. I didn't have folk. Nothing. Nothing. 
poverty had become my friend. I was sitting there, but I wanted to give. Bless, I wanted to give. Then God said, you have a part. Remove your chip from it. Take your watch. Remove your shoe. I'm going to put it on the altar. Hey. God, this one. <laughs> yeah, some of these things, spare me. Say, go and do it. You say you don't have money. What you are having is money. Say, but if I put it in, the pastor will just give it to them. Or shall be too well. I remove my watch. I was, it was, if you want me to, I don't want to mention the church. But it was on the spinter show, but they are no longer there. I removed my watch. A watch somebody brought from US. You know, I like watches. I remove it. Removed, took the iPad. It's not an iPad, pad. And I was happy to offload it quick. <laughs> you, know, you can be driving a car that you are praying to offload. <laughs> and I wanted, a, I wanted, even I go for meetings and the young pastors remove the iPad. Then I remove my china. When will I use iPad? You see, you are too gentle for the breakthroughs you want. So, they are more kind of natural. Me, when I'm coming, where I'm coming from, if I want to go natural, by the time I get to my breakthrough, I'm 75. <laughs> I need the hand of the Holy Ghost to come upon me. So, I put it there. From that day, what is what? What is bad? The one I'm using to preach. It was a gift. Not, not, you see, it's real. What do you want to see in your future? If you are not here last week, go and get the messages. And listen to all the four messages on sacrifice before you come here next week. Something will enter into you. I have more messages on it. I have, I have, I have, I have another one from nothing to something. But you are in a hurry. You are a big man. You have to go home. The word must eat you up. Then you can be eaten by the world. If the word eats you up, then the world can also eat you. When the word is eating you, it is forming you. When the world is eating you, you are becoming famous and powerful. I pray that your eyes will be opened. That testimony of the man, he said, he said the, the brother is in the U.S. They have no child for eight years. He stood in, put it on this altar. A year today, they have their own child. I don't know what, what else I can convince you. What else to say to shift you into another realm where you see your life as a giving life and not just a receiving. Some of us like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you. Have you realized that those who say thank you, they stand where they are? And those who give, they keep moving. Oh, hello? <laughs> the last time you asked for money from someone, when he gave you the money, who moved first? <laughs> hello? When the person gave you the money, you and the person, who moved first? The person. The more you give, the more you move forward in life. Somebody celebrate God with a good clap. Now, 